So you you want to get your haircut again, Lindy? Before uh, well, like, we get your haircut and then get your haircut straight after. Well, this is the problem um, because I I want to time it just before I go on holiday. Mm. But that's two weeks away. But, but you've you've timed it wrong so that it's reached the point where it's annoying you. Well, I can't. Too early. I have to get it cut now because it's, it's too hot and I've just got too much hair mm-hmm. on my head. In your head. That I'm gonna have to get it. I'm gonna have to bite the bullet, get it cut tomorrow, and then. But then it's gonna be a bit untidy for holiday. So that's two haircuts in two weeks. That's ridiculous. Nobody well, does that. I mean, wasn't it? I'm not a professional footballer. I was gonna say, wasn't it? Um, uh, former Daniel Sturridge used to get it done every day. Every no, no. no and I just imagine this this hairdresser coming in, uh, and literally just like straight razor shaving, like. Almost no hair off his his, his sideburns. You don't need. It's not profiling. Have, it's not even there. It's, it's not, not like having a hair. shave, is it? Yeah. You can do that every day. Not many people do that. Mm. But having a haircut every day, every day, getting someone to come in. How do you find the time? It's somewhat indulgent, wouldn't you say? <sighs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, fine. Tell me about it then. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I've started a new job. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And what, you're, doing what? You're well gel, aren't you? No, I'm not jealous. I'm working as a sound engineer. Cheating. A sound on engineer us. on a, a podcast. Another podcast. That's yeah. yet to come out. In a fact, more, two. A more successful podcast. It's not even out yet. No. It's already more successful. D- yes. Uh, so I'm <laughs> doing some work for a media company. Yeah. Uh, who are doing a podcast uh, in which uh, Chris Kamara is one of the legends stars. And lots of uh, every week there's a new guest manager. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't want to name drop too much now, David. You well, know, but, uh, the likes to. of uh, Mick McCarthy and uh, oh, yeah. Neil oh. Warnock. Pick that one People up. People like that one. Yeah. yeah. Drop that around there on the floor. You scramble around for that little name tag down there, will you? For good storytellers, I bet. Yeah, good. It's been really enjoyable. They're really nice down to earth. They're kind of not what I expected. I kind of expected them to be perhaps a little bit dismissive and prissy, and but not at all. Very nice people. Very nice people. So that's been a pleasure to work on. But um, yeah, it was interesting um, with Chris Kamara. Mm. Very funny guy. Very nice guy. Walks into the room. He's very relaxed, very natural of everyone. Yeah. Um, he's now much more famous than he was a few years ago because of the sort of more uh, generic TV work he's, he's done. He's done a lot of uh, yeah Saturday evening TV. And so stuff. lots of people know him. So that around this um, area in London where we're recording, we've, we've uh, I said not we, they have built a little studio. Uh, lots of people in the studio complex like, oh, Cammy, uh, taking pictures. Right, okay. It's kind of interesting. He's tall, quite tall. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, he's very nice. Sort of shook up his hand. Hi, nice to meet you. And remembered your name. It's quite nice. Yeah. And uh, we sat down for lunch and he just sort of sat there um, with us for a bit on his phone doing some admin stuff, I guess. And uh, it was the first time I'd actually, that point was the first time I'd actually, uh, he'd sort of been in a conversation. I was speaking to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the first time I spoke to him, and uh, I offered him some fried rice. Right. That was... Uh, you had some on you. I had I had some... He was like, oh, what you got for lunch there? What, and you Joe. offered him some? And uh, I was like, oh, I've made some fried rice, Cammy. And he's like, oh, that sounds good. It looks like you got a lot there. You know how I eat. Yeah, right? well, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've probably got too much. Do you want some? D- right. And he went... <gasps> No, no, no. What did you like? Have a handful, a, a forkful, and you just held it out. Yeah, I sort of pushed it right up into his face. <laughs> did this really? Ha- oh. No, no. I offered oh, him fried you. rice. You did offer. I him. did offer him fried rice. Did yeah. you? Yeah. 
And I thought about you when I did it and how I could say this on this podcast. So you did it just for that? Yeah, well, yeah. I, was like, well I just thought it was kind of funny. I, I kind of laughed as I said it. Like, I, I can't it's a stupid, it's a weird thing to do. And nice went, to meet you. Would you like some fried no. rice? <laughs> do, that looks nice. Do, do, do you want some, do you Mr. Want Kamara? Some? <laughs> No, no, I was just That's saying it looked nice. It, yeah. You can have some. No, I don't want it. I was I just saying it looked no. really nice. No, please tr- try it. And I'll watch I you can't eat back it. down now. I've offered it to you. I can't eat to... it. Eat it. <laughs> eat my rice. <laughs> Your mother. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> good. Did you, did you then go around offering everyone else to make it not look weird? No. So, oh, okay. So, uh, just, yeah. yeah. Chris? So, yeah. Have some of my rice. So next time you go in. And uh, he sits down and you go, uh, look, no rice. And you then say, no more Mr. Rice Guy. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How dumb, and then, and then say, how did he get that? And say, my, my good friend Dave uh, told me that one, uh, who I front another podcast. They do yeah. a podcast with, yeah. About it's, it's BBC and Made. it's a football one. It's BBC Made this one, right? That's right, isn't it? BBC Sounds, yeah. You're allowed to, I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, Round the Back listeners, very soon, you likely to see Round the Back... On the BBC website. Oh yeah, I mean, for sure. Oh yeah, we've I mean, got to take advantage. So. If we don't take advantage of this, <laughs> if you don't take advantage of this, oh no pressure, no, no. Uh, then it's just it's a waste of time. Everyone's Absolute time, waste. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, why? What other reason are you doing it apart from monetary value? I I'm guess. volunteering. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so. Well, that's. I, can I get? I mean, you need an assistant, surely now. To the regional manager. To the sound engineer. Yeah, yeah. So I, do. I can get in there, yeah. push the buttons, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do who's, it. Joe, do it who, again. Do it again. Who's this guy? He's got some rice. My assistant. Actually, do you know what? I'm actually I'm subcontracting doing that role, and in the contract that I signed, I can provide a replacement for me. Yes. Great. And and sub subcontract. So I yeah I can do that. So I can send you in if I teach you how to do the the button. No problem. Job, easy. Send easy. you in. I've seen you do it. It's easy. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and it is as easy as doing this. Is that it's literally the same? Wait, it's the same. What, you, what about um? What about if I if I press uh if I press that one there? Well, that one. Yeah, that one. You just uh, you just whispered to me, is that true? Yeah, I whispered. I didn't and think I went, you were yeah. going to reveal it. <laughs> oh, it's great. Do you want some rice? <laughs> so, welcome to episode fifty-eight. You're welcome of the Round the Back podcast. The Round the Back. I've never said that before. It's just Round the Back. Just Round the Back. Not the. Not Round. So not I, the. So I drop the the. Yes. Drop the the. Yes. I tell you what does have a the. What's that? The news. Oh, 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 slick. Yeah. Do you want me to? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah thank you. Here's this week's headlines with me, Chris Kamara, and me, co-host Ben Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, he's actually the the main. The main. Is it? Oh, it's yeah. not. A, it's oh, a ship, uh, not the other way around. Uh, Mayor marries alligator in white wedding dress in historic ritual. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> An alligator in a wedding dress. Yes. Sure. Presumably. <laughs> or the mayor could be in the white wedding dress. It doesn't specify. No. Does <laughs> Sheep sentenced to three years in prison after being convicted of killing a woman. Killing a woman. A woman. Yeah, yeah. a woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Three years. Not much, is it? <laughs> Fortune teller dubbed Mystic Veg predict... <laughs> Mystic Veg predicts who next Prime Minister will be. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with Veg. Who? 
don't know. She hasn't said. <laughs> no, she will. She's keeping her cards close to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gimp Man of Essex makes his grand return and reveals he's it revealed reveals he's rather da ba da. There you go. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> reveals he's what? He's raised the three thousand pounds for charity. Oh, it's not quite so funny as the beginning bit. No. The Gimp Man the of Gimp Essex. Man, yeah. okay. How influencer Stephanie Matto ended up hospitalised after eating too many beans to sell her farts. Oh, God. Serves her right. Uh, uh, uh. Princess Diana Facebook group gives final masturbation warning after recurring issue. Final masturbation warning. Your final, final of many. Final warning. Well, that's truly tragic. <laughs> so a Facebook group that presumably has lots of images on it of the former... Prin- yeah. Princess Diana, yeah. yeah. The Queen of Hearts. Sheba. Princess of Hearts. Is that? She was not Queen. Is that a nickname? Wasn't it? Princess of Hearts? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. That stole all our hearts. Yeah, she is. No, I'm not into all that, as you know. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> some filthy buggers slightly obsessed with it. Some filthy bugger. Mm, oh. yeah, that's right, that's oh, right. Silly, filthy bugger. Oh, I wonder what is in the news at the moment. Yes. Mm. Should should we should we tell each other? It's been other? a slow news week, isn't it? It's been a slow. News it's been week. dominated. Yes. By uh, yes, all that going on. Yes, all, all that. I think they know what we mean. All, oh, all well, that, that bloody behind closed, sort of behind one big black closed door. Mm, it's not mm. behind closed doors, is it? It's airing their dirty laundry for all to see, if you ask me. And I've seen it, and it's not nice. No, it's dirty. Politics is. <laughs> Dirty. I just sort of sat back and let <laughs> you go it? off on one What there. is the news? <laughs> well, my news, Dave, I've specifically chosen this story because <laughs> I because you're my audience, aren't you? Well, I am. The audience. At the moment, only yeah. audience of one. Captive audience. Oh, I am. Yeah, yeah Lock, I've been tied up. Lock the door. Yeah, yeah, I'm you're literally very, captive. You're very happy. I can see you're very happy about it. Yeah, well, I'm in this yeah. cage. Yeah. And you like that as well, I think, yeah. Hmm... Adult baby who wears nappies says unusual community is about comfort, not sex. Right. Well, comfort of wearing a nappy. Uh huh. I don't. I mean, it would be comfortable until you dirty it. <laughs> yes. To my mind, that's discomfort. And then I'd be like, oh, I got to get out of this. Yeah, I got to get out of discomfort. Yes, exactly. And do you change yourself? Are you allowed? Is that in the rules? I'm getting ahead of myself. You explain. I think that might be explained <laughs> shortly. I'm not sure. She wears nappies, uses a pacifier, and prefers onesies. Hold on. You mean a dummy? Yes. Thank you. She is a uses a dummy. Dummy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pacifier. pacifier. She's actually from Philadelphia. Oh, fair enough then. So, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I'll give you the choice as to whether I do an American accent or any other accent that I'm capable of doing, just for your entertainment. Well, where's she from? She's from America. She's from Philadelphia. Could do a Philly accent then. Fuck, that's difficult, isn't it? Get in the car! <laughs> that's Boston, I think. Are they, aren't they... <laughs> are they close? Close, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you do... Are, oh, yeah, do, it's... Because the, the club is the Philadelphia-Boston Celts. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. The, that's your the, reference point. The people. Philly and Boston, they're close, I think. I'm calling it Philly because I'm in the know I'm cool. <laughs> So she, yeah, she wears nappies, is a dummy pacifier, and prefers onesies. But the twenty-eight-year-old says there's nothing sexual in it, and hit back at trolls Good. who criticise it. Good, I don't think there should be anything sexual with it. She's dressed as a baby, for goodness' sake. Lucy, the twenty-eight-year-old, says wearing nappies and using a, using using a dummy makes her feel better. Fine. Lucy, twenty-eight, lives in Philadelphia, USA, and works as a cyber security analyst. Does she? And enjoys dressing as a baby in her free time. Now, as someone who works as a cybersecurity analyst, 
should probably have nothing that can be used as blackmail against them, right? Yeah, well, are you suggesting she may have something that can be used as blackmail <laughs> against her? <laughs> well, I guess maybe the reason she's going to the news with this story is she, so that she doesn't have anything yeah. to... <laughs> Do you think her company have said, you need to You get need ahead to disclose this. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucy says she started to realise she was interested in diapers as a nine-year-old after her baby sister was born and she would steal them to wear herself because they made her feel better. Okay, well, that's a, a childlike thing. A that's fine. funny thing to yeah, do as a okay, kid, right? Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. It wasn't until she was a teenager and did some research of her own that she discovered there was a community of people who felt the same as her. The adult baby diaper lover community. <laughs> so they love adult baby diapers. That's, yeah, and they call it the ABDL community. AB, I think I've heard of this, actually. Adult baby diaper as in, as in, Sorry, as in... You have? I think we've done... We may have... We done may this before. have talked about someone not, who not this does person. This. Yeah, no, but no. I, I haven't heard of it of my own uh, volition. No research. <laughs> no outside of round the back. Of course, don't check my server. Fine. Now she has hit back at trolls as she says it's just a part of her personality and there's nothing sexual about it. Good. Nothing. Good. Innocent. While she's never received any negative comments, ex partners of hers have received comments from people saying what they do is messed up. Well, messed in, really. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yes, very good. This is a quote from her. Okay, so, I'm uh, ready. Oh fuck! Do, well, uh, you, you I'm decide trying to think of the departed. From. The departed. Yeah, the departed. Quite, it is a hard accent to do. Uh, but that is, yeah, that way. But it's, I've kind of got to. Do, I don't know how women from it's sort that of part Irish are. American. Yeah, hard. I might just do generic American. Do a generic American. The, a lot of any Americans that listen will be disappointed. Do like New Yorkers and New York. York. It's hard. Coffee. <laughs> Oh, I gotta have a coffee in the morning. Is that what she says? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the answer no. at all. Uh, I was eight or nine years old when I just text us. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I was eight or nine years old when I first got these feelings and it was very confusing. Shall I do it as a woman? Well, she is a woman. Yeah, she so. is a woman. I didn't find out that oh. all babies existed until I was a teenager. And I did some Google searching of my own when I was 13. Right. On how babies are made. Uh, no. Until <laughs> it never occurred to me, me, that there would be more people like me. There's more. Right, okay. I try to use the bathroom like a normal person. I try to use it. <laughs> no, I just, try to use the just bathroom. Just pissed everywhere. Like Couldn't a get the hang of it. Yeah. Couldn't get the hang of it. Well, I just messed and then going. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. well, I've just messed where I'm standing. I might as well put a diaper on. Yeah. yeah. Diaper? I know, well, she's American. Uh, she's American. I try to use the bathroom like a normal person until it's night time. I try not to let it affect my day-to-day -day life, my friendships, or my career. Good. Yeah, keep It'd it. It'd be difficult not to uh, let not being able to use the bathroom properly affect your career, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah, if you're sat at your office desk and all of a In sudden you just shit where you're sitting, <laughs> people are going to notice. Or sit where you're shitting. Yes, quite both. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's still going on it. Oh, uh, yeah. it's something it it's something my mum knows about. But apart from that, I keep it private. Well, now everyone knows. Everyone does. Everyone who reads uh, the mirror. The mirror. Yeah. Oh, not only just in not America. The, the yeah. mirror. mirror. I have a good career and I'm good at my job, but deep down, I still feel like I'm a little kid. Well, we, I think just we, a we all feel wee a, we all feel a little bit like that, but um, <laughs> I just wear regular underpants. Regular, yeah. 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 Spending seventy to a hundred pounds per month maintaining her lifestile—it's not a lot, is it, for a hobby? Hey, 
<laughs> she says hobby. <laughs> it's a hobby. She says most of her cost is on diapers, nappies. Yeah. But she Not also cheap. buys new outfits and onesies for Instagram too. Oh, right. So she is, she's quite um, proud of it then. Now, she did just say it's something my mum knows about, but apart from that, I keep it private. And all your Instagram followers. Yeah. And yeah. the news. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'll, be, I'll do that news story. Sure. Yeah, sure. Her boyfriend is accepting of it too, even reading her bedtime stories before she goes to sleep. Mm, oh, okay. Creepy. Yeah. I, so when she has a kid, yeah. what's, what's that going to, what's going to happen there? Yeah, she's kind of reliving it already. Is he going to sort of be bringing them both up? <laughs> I had a friend who, um, got the bedtime story thing, uh, I bought him a book once for a birthday. I think it was a Paul Gascoigne. To read to his kid? No, just to read. Like, oh, right, okay. Before we had kids. Yeah. Not, we didn't have kids together. He had his own children. He had his own I children. I had my children. Yeah. Separately. <laughs> and um, I think it was the Paul Gascoigne biography. One of the, it was a foot, he was into football. So yeah, I yeah, it. yeah. And uh, a few weeks later, I said, you read, you read that book? Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm sort of halfway through. I was like, oh, right. Because he wasn't the sort of person that would sit and read. I was like, oh, that's quite surprising. Okay. He's like, oh, no, no, I, I don't read it. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I get my, uh, <laughs> I get my girlfriend to read it to me. I was like, what do you mean? He said, I just get my girlfriend to read it to me like, like when we go to bed and that. Gaza's autobiography is a bedtime story. Yeah. yeah, and I was on the plane to uh, to Lazio after spending like, the week in Marseille what? getting fucking hammered. And I broke a chair and, oh, that's brilliant, love. Uh, I'm sleepy now. Good night. But not the story doesn't bother me. It's the... what. Well, what that, she that do, too. Is she the doing all matter? the voices as well? <laughs> like a re- I was like, oh, I couldn't I couldn't look at it in the same way after that. Oh, man, that is really... I odd. imagine it still happens. Still I friends? Mean, no. Oh. Because of that. <laughs> <laughs> My current boyfriend isn't into the community, but he reads me fairy tales, fairy tales before bed, and it makes me feel very comfortable. <laughs> sort of Australian, at the end. Not there. the Gaza autobiography, no. No, not <laughs> okay, the Gaza autobiography. Autobiography. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, Dave. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. yeah well, she, listen, listen. She's not hurting anyone. She's not hurting anyone. She hasn't hurt anyone, and she she won't. And turns uh, out, you know, there's a lot of people into it. There's a community. That's fine. Um. Good luck to her. <laughs> I don't know. Why, I don't know what to say. That's fine. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly weird. She's not hurting anyone, that's for sure. Um, but uh, there's some damage there, isn't there? Psychological damage. If not, yeah, there will be. Yes. Well, Over to you. Yeah, um, I've got some news that might damage your mind. I mean, uh, that's, once you've heard the story, that's the kind of news. It's I'm from the for. Metro. Yeah, the damaging stuff in there always. Yeah. yeah, and the headline is um, I've got to get this right. It's got it's, it's got a nice little term in there, but I'm not wasn't too familiar with. But I'll read it anyway. Uh, Vicar caught in flagrante with Henry the Hoover carried on after being seen. In flagrante. Yes. In flagrant. In flagrant. Yeah. In is, that, is that how you say? It? I don't know that. In flagrante. I googled the little sound clip of it. Did you? Yeah. And apparently it means um, a, 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 a knee deep doing something that's not very nice. Entering. Just doing something that's not very nice. That's what it means. Yeah. But I mean, with Henry the Hoover, mm. uh, you can probably guess what it is. Is he hoovering up his bum or is he hoovering his knob? <laughs> doesn't actually say. What? No, it doesn't. Not specific. Well, I think no, you'll, he's doing, he's you'll gonna, get an idea. He's going to be putting his knob in it. You'll get, he's going to be. He's got to he's be. He's got to be. It's the only way. Dirty priests. Yeah. Yeah. A retired vicar has been put on the sex offenders register after he was caught <laughs> getting intimate with a Henry Hoover. 
<laughs> but he didn't stop, and that's why he's on the sex work. Because it's it's not it's not the fact that he was uh, making love to a Hoover without its consent. No, he just didn't stop when someone else turned up. Yeah, yeah. that is weird, isn't it? I just unplug it and go, just like, mm. you know, when a Hoover dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that awkward bit afterwards, you have to go to put that away. Then, yeah, start winding up yeah. the plug. <laughs> <laughs> or it's got one of those automatic wine things. <laughs> oh! You just as it's going, you just like looking at each other in the eye. <laughs> but is the nozzle still on, so you can't I imagine actually so, yeah. see your? It's not going to come off if it's a tight fit until he's mm. relaxed. I, hope, I mean, they're, the right? they're full of dust. I hope he lubricated it. So maybe he bought it specially. Yeah, doesn't matter. John Jeff, seventy-four, was wearing just a pair of ladies' stockings and the. <laughs> Sorry, just long time to take a sip. <laughs> That's the tea. funniest part so far. Uh, and the vacuum's nozzle, uh, which he was thrusting into when he was caught by... So there you go, yeah, the way you thought. Jesus. Uh, the way you assumed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he was caught by a churchgoer who was attending a talk about Asperger's syndrome. Oh, no. That's mm. not good. No. Not the right time. Very no. insensitive time to do that, Mr. Priest. Well, any time's bad. Yeah, but you can at least choose a time when no one is in the building. What should a t- what's a better time? What talk would be a good one to Well, eat? I'd say probably two in the morning when the church is going to be fucking empty. Or oh, I thought you meant just it, it, when there was another talk going on. Oh, well, probably some sort of, uh, I don't know, you could, you could arrange for a monthly uh, sex toy convention in the church yeah please, why not please why not and people... then fuck the hoover as much as you like <laughs> and get eye contact with as many people as like during and after get lots and it'll of probably Henry's be acceptable <laughs> they described how he was standing between two dark chairs thrusting into a henry hoover standing in between two dark chairs yeah that's an unnecessary detail <laughs> that what the fuck has that got to do with anything i don't know <laughs> I mean, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought it was weird if he wasn't standing in between two dark couldn't chairs. Couldn't believe he was using dark chairs. I mean, those chairs. I'm very comfortable. I prefer to sit on them when I can at the uh, <laughs> prayer meetings. Barely saw them. They were so dark. <laughs> um, at the Baptist Centre in Middleton Cheney, Northamptonshire, they said that even though he saw them, Jeff uh, Jeff con- continued pushing his groin towards the Henry. Famous for its relentless and powerful suction. <laughs> That's not an ad. Relentless. Does does it specify whether the Henry was? I've never on? described a Hoover as relentless. <laughs> oh, this fucking Hoover's a relentless. Oh, just hell. turn it off, then, mate. Yeah, this, 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 just... The carpet's gone. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's relentless. You're in control it of it. It does not relent. <laughs> no. It does not relent for anything. It will get every bit of dust up. Yeah. Until I turn it off. God, imagine if you put your knob in one of them and probably suck it right off. Yeah. Not like that. I'll only do it at church. He appeared at Northampton Magistrates Court yesterday where he tried to deny what he had done in September 2020. Finding him guilty, a magistrate said, why you thought it is best to bring this matter to trial, I have no idea. Well, where else should it go? Well, I mean, he's people saw him doing it, and like, he carried on. It's, caught, it's a sexual offence. You're caught bang to rights. Yeah, but you, it, it sounds like he decided, no, I'm taking this to trial. <laughs> I'm going to prove my in- innocence, even though two people saw me oh, shagging Henry. Mm. As well, uh, he told police that he did it because he felt naughty. <laughs> so he said, "That's admitting guilt to the police." Yeah, yeah. he's a vicar. Jesus Christ! Um, as well as having to sign the sex offenders register, he was ordered to pay eight hundred and forty-five pounds in costs. One of those costs, I imagine, was a brand new Henry. Yeah, I hope so. Um, he also must give two hundred pounds in compensation to the victim who witnessed the sex act. Mm. I mean, you would replace all the Hoovers in the whole parish, wouldn't you? I just don't let him near a Hoover. Anywhere that he's been in the prior seventy years. If from of now service. on, in fact, I would use one of those uh, manual. Uh, uh, 
uh, carpet, you know, push yeah. us. That was a very good sound impression Thank you. of them. Yeah. <laughs> I would have added a in there with no because it, it's just a manual it's not you don't plug it in do you remember those carpet oh those are oh, they yeah. rubbish yeah but that's, no, that's all it. he can be trusted no, forget with. it he uh his defense lawyer said jeff's was still coming to terms with the loss of his wife at a young age okay and was in a lot that's sad but uh, come on and was in a lot of pain because he was ignoring his health and his diabetes was not medicated i've heard actually that grief and diabetes makes you a sex crime yeah. criminal uh, it's a it's side f- effect it's weird that, of yeah. if you honestly if you're diabetic guys anyone out there diabetic and you don't take your medication and you're sad you may find yourselves having sex with household uh, appliances so and, just and be careful the most likely one is a henry hoover of course it can so yeah. there have well, the, there have the been, best one yeah there the have been ca- yeah, yeah the most pleasurable one there have been cases of uh, you know the little handheld ones if you're perhaps not as, as endowed as 74-year-old you, I mean, you mentioned at the start about which way he was doing it. You mentioned about s- stuffing it up himself. And well, then, just because it's a phallic yeah, thing. Yeah, it's going to you suck could, your insides out. You don't have to switch it on, though, do you? That's true, actually, yeah. You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to. Yeah. Save ele- I can't imagine... S- especially can't... in this climate, electricity costs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it, guys. I can't imagine that if you're, if you're inserting yourself into the suction end of a Henry... You yeah, would, you would with your with your penis. You can say penis, of course you can. I can. Yeah, you can say penis. You and I have. You've said penis. I've said penis. <laughs> That's about four or five penises now. The most I've Episode ever had. Episode title. You've said penis. The most I've, I've said ever penis. had at, at one time. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, you got two feet, two hands, and a mouth, haven't you? And a bum. What was your point? I can't remember. <laughs> what was I saying? You wouldn't want the Henry Hoover on, would you, with your knob inside the nozzle of it? Well, I think you would. That's the whole point because of the suction. Yeah, but if it, if it, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if the air cannot from the outside, it's like mm. a water bottle, right? If you can't just pour yeah, water f- yeah. into it on full go. What I would say, if the air is from the outside world is yeah. not able to get down the tube as well. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to feel good, surely. I don't know, but what I would say, Joe, with anything like this, uh, where you do kind of find the technicalities in this, is don't, that's my specialty. Don't overthink it. Oh uh, well, a man stuck his knob in a Hoover. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing it. That's my problem. At the well, moment. that is, and it's that, making me angry. That is, don't picture it for goodness' sake. <laughs> well, that's your news. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Mm. Um, with me, Chris Kamara, and me, n- n- equal host. <laughs> To be clear. Yes, yeah, very clear. And fine TV presenter, yes. handsome man, great yeah. footballer. Is he? Yeah, early yeah. riser. All oh, right. Ben Shepherd. That was quite the intro, wasn't it? Well, it was pretty good. Yeah, oh, I'm a fan, actually. I think he'd be proud I'm of that. I'm a big fan. You can tell him that. Shall I click, clip that little bit out and show it to him? Yes. <laughs> I'll do a video of it. I think it'd be very inappropriate, actually. <laughs> hey, Ben. Be fine. Ben. Yeah. My mate wanted to see this. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Just want to say, it's me again. <laughs> you haven't replied to my messages. Yeah, I got my friend passing the message last week. So. Hey, listen, from one fine daytime TV presenter to another. Oh, wow. Oh, what have we got? What have we got? Yeah. Bradley Walsh. Okay, yeah. Do you know what, uh, what program he, or quiz show he presents? Uh, the Bradley Walsh quiz show on no, television. You honestly don't know. Oh, wait, hold on. Give me a minute. It's not pointless. No. It's on the same time as Pointless, actually. Oh, that doesn't help me. So it's not Eggheads? No, he wouldn't be on that. It's uh, it's the one where... Well, the, something about million pound drop? Answering You're answering questions against uh, a mean person. Against a mean person? Yeah, who's not Bradley Walsh. Who's not it's Bradley the Walsh. Chase, Joe. Yo, the ch- never yeah, seen it. No. Don't watch Anyway, television. there was a... Uh, <coughs> I, I, came across, I came a cropper. I came across this article <laughs> about a question on the chase... And it 
Bradley Walsh is a football fan. Caught him out. He got it wrong. He's played in some of those charity games and stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he played for yeah. Brentford. Oh, right. Yeah. Local. Yeah. 70s. Mm. Not in his 70s. In the 70s. That would be impressive. In 1970s. Mm. 1970. Uh, what's the question? Yes. So <laughs> it was a football question and it's multiple choice. So I thought I'd ask you. Oh, yeah. And see if you, the lady uh, who was uh, got asking the question guessed and got it right. Wow. And she won money, I assume. Okay. Okay. So this is the question. No in, pressure, me. In football. Yes. If a direct free kick goes straight into a team's own goal, what is awarded to the opposing team? Is it A, a goal? Is it B, an indirect free kick? Or is it C, a corner? This is one of those weird ones where I feel like the obvious answer is maybe not the answer. It's the way it's worded, isn't it? So basically, you get a free kick. A direct free kick. You get kick. a direct free kick. Where you can shoot at the opposition goal. So imagine Beckham's lining up. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. it ends up going the complete opposite direction. It ends up in his goal, mm-hmm. his team's goal. Mm-hmm. What is awarded to the opposition? Say it was Real Madrid against Barcelona. What's mm-hmm. awarded to Barcelona? The, my initial reaction is a goal, but there are some weird rules where when the ball ends up in the back of the net in some certain ex- circumstances, it's a corner. Right. I've heard of that. Okay. But I feel like it's a throw-in from the opposition half ends up in your goal, it's a corner or something like that. Okay. That's not... I don't have that fa- those facts, so... I'm sure. just, just <laughs> I'm just buying time to think. Okay, well, buy time. It's yeah. a goal. It's a goal. Seems like the obvious one. It's wrong. Yeah, right. Why wouldn't it not be a goal? Is it a corner? It's a corner. Yeah, right. That was the one I was thinking of then. Wow. Why, why would they get... The ball ends up in the net and you get a corner? Absurd. It is the You're right. It's, it's, it's the, very difficult to imagine a situation where that would happen. But I suppose if it's a direct free kick... They've like, done it intentionally Inside then. your box, perhaps. You wouldn't have a direct free kick, though. Well, I guess any free kick is direct unless... Unless uh, it's uh, indirect. Unless it's allocated. To t- <laughs> unless it's specified to be... Specified. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So even even a free kick in your own half is direct. Okay. So if you kicked it and it hit a player, what about if it, <laughs> but if you've already kicked it and then it hit a player and went in your net, does that count? Because that's the only example it has I can to think be of. Just straight from the kick, it goes in the goal. But that so would mean someone's like done it intentionally. An insurance policy Maybe. against um, uh, like fixing. throwing games. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's too obvious, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you were right. Uh, the other, it's the same for a throw in. If you throw the ball and it ends up in your goal. Oh, so it's not... Oh, right, okay. Not so specific to a So if you throw it back it. to the keeper and he fluffs it and it goes in, it's it's not actually a it's goal. It's a corner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine that Again, has... another insurance policy against yeah. uh, match fixing. Sure. Oh, that's what it must be, yeah. Must be that. No, I never not... thought of it like that before. They're not daft, are they? These they football are... rule Makers. creators. But yeah. I'll tell you who, who are daft. <laughs> Us? The ma- <laughs> match fixers. Yeah, oh yeah, don't get involved in all that. That's, uh, that's filthy business. They'll, that they'll get you in the end. Honesty is the best policy. That's a good... I might coin that phrase yeah because it is the best wow word. that's really and um, it kind of rhymes in a way yeah it's not pathetic prophetic right which means you should wear a I should be a prophet a white sheet and sandals and walk around sort of with your arms up and exclaiming uh, prophetically I often do yeah, yeah it didn't go down, well, down down too well on your stag do I've seen you you had a yeah, um, well, I saw, well I saw you in the street actually on your own doing well it. I was standing on that box you were but you, in one hand you had a brown paper bag with what appeared to be a bottle inside it as well no so. no no there was, it was just and water and it was like yellow, it was st- yellow stains on your, your sheet no 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 I had a nappy on right yeah Anyway, you got it wrong, so well done. Yeah, yeah. It's a trick question. It's a good one for the pub, that, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Save it. That's for the pub, guys. Tell it to your mates. Ask speaking it to of your the mates. pub. Yeah. Speaking of the pub. I'll speak of it. 
as you well know, mm. I have met the oh, okay. agents of a lot of footballers at, at uh, down the pub where I go. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, where I go yeah. drinking down the pub doesn't exist. Cross the road, keep going. Sure, just sure. That I've done way, that way. I've Lake followed these directions. Yeah. There's nothing. There's there. a sign, you know, a lit up sign like no, a pub. it's just a little. Well, it was there. It was moved. <sighs> sure. Yeah. So what? You've been there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, someone I hadn't seen for a little while was was there having a little drink, so I joined him. Gigi Buffon's Asian. Asian. Gigi Buffon's, <laughs> he's got his own Asian. Yeah, it's a bit old. He's old-fashioned. Yeah, secret <laughs> agent, actually. Is he? Yeah. yeah. No, Gigi Buffon's agent right. was there. Okay. And I caught up with him. Another one of the very famous people, very famous footballers that we have access to on this this incredible podcast. And did he hand you a little uh, cassette like the old Mission Impossible films? He did, yes, yeah. yes. But I didn't have to blow it up. In fact, I've got it here. I can play it for you. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Fantastic. we're going to hear from, from Gigi shortly. Excellent. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've loaded it into our uh, top loading sort of Betamax style old tape machine. And, next uh, to the voicemail next box. Next to the voicemail box, yeah. You see I'm hovering my finger over the play button right I now. I can see, yeah. yeah. Yeah, big finger. Yeah. And uh, here's what Gigi had to say earlier. Great. This week, I guess. Some point in the recent past, I suppose it was. Yeah. Get on with it. Shut it now. Yeah, don't do it. Hello, around the back. It's me, Gigi Buffon. It's been a while since I talked to you. I've been very busy sorting out some problems I've had. Back in the April, I made a terrible mistake for my beautiful club, the Parma. I was passed the ball by the defender. I forget his name. I tried to pass the first time to another defender, and the ball rolled straight past me towards the goal. The striker, he ran around me. I ran back, but he too fast. He scored the goal. I was very sad. It was much like the Gary Neville and the Phil Robinson on goal against Croatia back in 2006 when I was just 28 years old. <laughs> but it wasn't an own goal, and it wasn't my fault. Anyway, lots of the Palmer fans on the Twitter, they come out and they say that I should retire, that I am too old, that I cannot see, and that my crisps taste of soil. So I challenge them back. I say, uh, Gigi show you. Gigi prove it to you that he's still got it. Gigi show you that his body may be 44 years old, but his brain is only eight. So I come up with my own athletic challenges to prove my strength, my speed, and my agility. <laughs> Gigi can run a mile through lactose-free yogurt in just 26 minutes. Gigi can climb a tree to the top whilst holding a large baking potato under each arm and a bunch of carrots in his mouth. Gigi can throw a duck over six meters. Gigi can frisbee throw a San Carlo Classica crisps into an open tin of plums from three meters. There, that must prove it to any doubters. I am still a Gigi Buffon, greatest goalkeeper and crisp enthusiast of all time. Although I still have some loyal fans who helped me through this difficult time. One of them tweeted, you either retire a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a Buffon. I like this. It's always very nice to be called a hero, huh? Thank you, Randy Back. I speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Very nice to hear from Gigi again. It, it very really, it's, it's yeah. tiring for you. It's exhausting isn't it? just to just, just listen. listening yeah. to it. Actually, <laughs> you got a sweat on. Yeah, 
It's funny, he's sort of corpsed a bit in there as well. Like, he finds himself funny. It's good to find yeah, himself well, funny. Yeah, he's, he's always on the edge. Yeah, he is, isn't he? of cracking up. He's a joker. We I all didn't realise he made mistakes. It's not like him. It's not. It's, it's, but then well, he's, maybe he should resign. He's losing it. <laughs> he's losing it. Yeah, maybe he can't see. But look at all the things he can do, though. I know. Amazing. He can throw a pigeon over six metres. A duck. A duck, sorry. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. And like, climb to the it. top of a tree with a potato under each arm and a, ba- and a bunch of mouth. carrots in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. What was the crisp throwing? Throwing throw the crisp. He can into... frisbee throw a crisp into an open tin of plums. That's amazing. I didn't even three. know you could get plums in a tin. <laughs> that is, it must be an Italian. You can. Thing. You can. Yeah, yeah. You All can. Right. You can. Can I tell you a quick story about that? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a story about plums in a tin. Yeah. Uh, okay, go for it. So, um, when I was doing my degree in sound engineering, can I tell you a story about that? <laughs> the fuck! When I was doing my degree in sound engineering, one of the tasks was that we had to replace the sound uh, on a film clip, and the film clip was in. It was the intro of one of the Back to the Future movies, where the docs uh, in the docs garage and all of his devices are whirring away, and all his weird inventions are like moving around and stuff. Yeah. And one of them was a a little arm that picked up a tin of dog food, right? Opened it and then moved and then poured it into the dog food bowl, right? Okay. And uh, so I I I get some household things. I use a little uh, shaver for the little motor in the arm when it moves. Mm. I record myself opening a tin, and then the the innards of the tin I record it slopping into a plate, right? So I was looking. So uh, I I was at my my parents' house. So I I raided the larder for some tinned food. Yeah. I find a tin of plums in there. Nice. From Safeway. Wow. That and hasn't existed for some decades. And the expi- This was in 2009, maybe? Yeah. And the expiry date... <laughs> Go on. ...was 1994. <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Only 15 years. What's that? <laughs> so, yeah, you can get tin plums, Dave. At least yeah. you could in the 80s. The next day, dad, <laughs> your dad walked in the kitchen... Where's my fucking plums? <laughs> I was saving those bastards. Yeah, get a good vintage, like whiskey or something. Yeah. Why is love, he northern? Love, have you seen my plums? No, I bloody haven't. Not for some time. <laughs> Not for a few years. <laughs> hey, I meant the ones in the tin, you dirty bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's my parents. Joe's parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've met them, you know that's exactly what they're like. Uh, they're very northern. Yeah, very, very northern. Very, yeah, very. So I believe you have uh, one of these for me, Dave. Yes, I have. You have, Joe. I'm very excited to hear it. And uh, this week's bastard is Lord Alan Sugar. Ah, oh, he is. Yes. Yeah. Not not for any particular reason that what you're going to say, just that he is. Oh, you don't like him anyway. No. no. You don't oh, okay, like fair him. enough. Yeah, piece of shit. Good computer maker. Yeah, I don't think he actually did much of the really good. He was just the entrepreneur, right? Oh, I don't know. But he'll probably tell you he designed everything. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, uh, the businessman had, uh, this story is from, I think it's from TalkSport. Okay. Uh, and uh, it says, that the businessman had, ch- had tuned into Euro 22 at the weekend, the women's Euro 22. Yep. Uh, but appeared to take issue with the number of females bringing the nation coverage of the tournament. God, here we go. Uh, this is a tweet. Oh, how does he speak? Gruff, isn't he? He's very gruff. Gruff London, yeah. yeah. I, I'm watching the women's football and I notice all the commentators are women. He posted to his 5.2 <laughs> million 
follow us on Twitter. All the, all the, of course, in the men's football, all yeah. of the uh, commentators are, are women as well. Yeah. Uh, he said, I also note that when uh, men's football is on, there is a symbolic female commentator to cover the broadcaster's arse. Not always. Should I complain that there should be a male commentator in women's football? Um, you are so out of touch, sir. So this is dis- get back in the sea yeah. and so decompose this where is, you belong. Um, despite former Arsenal striker Ian Wright and Jonas uh, Ideval, who was the uh, he is the Arsenal women's manager, mm. featuring on the TV coverage. Coverage, um, likewise uh, on Talksport. Uh, on the the two TV uh, commentators were men as well. Sam Matterface was one. Adrian Durham. So he doesn't he doesn't talk about as well as the the pundits and the commentators. He doesn't talk about, of course, how many men no. are involved but in the coaching and as, the professional side yeah. of women's football. Aside from it not mattering <laughs> as well. Yeah, we don't really have to argue for it, do no. we? But also, he's he's completely wrong. <laughs> As well, yes. because there were men commentating yes, there were. and analysing it. I've watched maybe four or five games from it. And then so he just has. Yeah. What has he done? Just seen one woman and go, "Ah, oh, they're all women." Or he's seen one instance where there are no men. Just yeah. one instance and gone, yeah. "Oh, they just." Rah, rah. It's unbelievable. What the fuck? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Absolute dinosaur. And I think uh, rightly, Ian rightly, Ian Wright, right, rightly, uh, uh, called him out on it mm. uh, on 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 social media it's as like, well. Um, I was there. Yeah, basically, so. it just said you're it's, you're talking a load of shit, mate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a farce, really. I it's still um the literally the opposite from what Alan Sugar is saying, and I won't call him Lord or Sir because they can both fuck off as well. Those titles. But there's only one of them. Which one? I don't care. <laughs> it makes no difference to me. No, fine. <laughs> no respect. Uh, yeah, like I said uh, just now that in the coaching, the management. Yeah, ownership of clubs. So still, too many men. Really. Yeah, yeah. Women in the game, like uh, England's manager, who's proven to be an amazing choice, Viegman. Yeah, but also, why would, for example? But there's y- still a lot of men. You, I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see j- just women commentating and analysing women's football. I'm not uh, saying it's nor right. Nor would or I wrong, be offended because like <laughs> a lot of them are ex-professional uh, footballers. Yeah, and they're commentating on. A game specific to what they did. Sure, it's the same sport with same rules, but uh, male footballers can't really empathise with what the women's game is like 100%. No. And, you know, women, I suppose, can't either, but they both have valid points to make. Like, when we have uh, women pundits, women experts, women former professionals talking about the men's game, it's very valid because they see it from a slightly yeah, different perspective. A lot of people still go, oh, what do they know? But I can't yeah, imagine... Yeah, one of them, I'm sure, is Lord fucking Alan Sugar. I can't imagine a lot of women watching women's football when a a male uh, commentator pops up and goes, oh, for goodness oh, sake, what's hell. this? It's all men. It's all one-sided. <laughs> it's absurd. It's just people like Alan Sugar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So for that reason, here's our uh, bastard a- of the week. Absolutely, yeah. Is that any, anything? Is it, do you want me to? Just do it. Right. Yeah. Of the week. Can I tell you a story about tin plums? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is our episode title. Is it? Yeah. It's quite long. We've had longer. Yeah, it's probably... Well, yeah, we haven't got uh, one yet. Yeah, Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. We touched on it at the beginning, Joe, just before our news. It's all over the news. You can't get away from it. It's everywhere. Like it a, is a, Even when it's not everywhere, it is everywhere because it affects our daily life. It's like an embarrassing international rash that you can't get rid of. Yeah. That's on your face or something. Yeah. 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 What we talk? Yeah. 
It's our pun category for this week, Dave, and it is... Politic. Punderful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> Politics. Politics and football. It can't be anything else really this week, can it? There's no other... There's no other no news. other category. Yeah, it's just politics. The, you, the war in the Ukraine has stopped mm. by all accounts. It's not being reported. Oh, we could on. have done SAS murders. Oh, that's not as light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or women's football and men's football. No, yeah, children words, being trafficked to the UK, <laughs> <laughs> which is not funny. No, well, don't laugh. But then. you bringing it up was that's just as to clarify. Pun, I think yeah. it could work as a pun. Can- no, I'm joking. Of course it can. No. <laughs> Human yeah, trafficking. That's the news. Always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, politics and footballers. Uh, yeah. We've got about 10 each, haven't we? Yeah, go on then. Go for All it. Right. Mason Hole Partygate. <laughs> nice. Mason Hole Gate. Yeah. For some reason, I always. It makes me think of toothpaste. Mason Hole Gate. Colgate. Colgate. That's why. Colgate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prime Minister Stegen. <laughs> Yes, I wanted good. a prime minister one. I struggled. A bit I like, yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've got one. Yeah, Stephen Carr option. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere, yeah, particularly in politics. <laughs> Car option. <laughs> uh, okay, Chancellor of the Granite Exchequer. Exchequer. And you could have Shadow Chancellor of the Granite. You could do, you but pretty that'd much be cheating. Time. It would. <laughs> uh, 2016 Brexit referendum. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a footballer. Yeah, no, just a football person. <laughs> yeah. House of Chris Commons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now this is a double one and a sentence. Oh, one. good. So okay, cool. I on. used to do these a lot and I feel yeah, like I haven't yeah. for a while. So this one's for you. Thank you, babes. Going down the Graham Polling station to do your Phil Voten. That's the the second part stretchy. Stretchy, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Graham Polling Station. Good uh, creative. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Political Party. (laughs) You and your Thomas Party. I feel like you use him every time. It's a good name, isn't it? Party. Yeah, it's a good name. Ben Whitehall. (laughs) Yeah, that's where they all are. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pogba. (laughs) P O double L. Yeah. Paul, as in a pole. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Callum Chambers of the House of Commons. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be Callum Chambers of the House of Chris Commons, like you said. Could, oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Lobby Fowler. <laughs> Lobbyists. Yes. yes. <laughs> the Horse Odegaard's Parade. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's kind of, politi- that, it's near the political it's place. It's where it happens. That's yeah. fine. Location. Yeah. Mario Ballot Ellie. Yes. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Taribo Westminster. <laughs> hey, hey. I love it when he pops up. Uh, Gary Neville Chamberlain. Yes. Very good. Very good. Stuart Downing Street. I got that one Damn as well. It. That was my last one. Oh. Okay, so I'll finish on Winston Clinthill. <laughs> very good. Very good. And I'll finish on my favourite one, Ray Parliament. Oh, it's right there. Yeah, boy. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was quite good. We were, it's nice to have a smile about politics for once, isn't yeah, it? And that's all just... we're trying to do to people, just, just brighten up their lives. Politics is funny. It can be. Well, it is at the moment. Until it's a it joke. Until it fucks you out of your food and water and heating. That and... side isn't so funny. Yeah, yeah and but... fuel. And... Listen, we're all in the same boat. Us, Rishi, 
you know all of us all got this, a, all got to deal with the same, same problem exactly yeah, yeah. It's, it's all relative you know mo money mo problems that's what they say but no it's it's more life more prob- problems yeah i got 99 problems and the prime minister ain't one mm. he is though, that's boris he? now isn't it <laughs> that's his line yeah yeah oh i miss him though will you no no <laughs> uh, look I won't. I'll miss him if he goes completely from public life. Here's where I want him in public life. All right. Yeah. The stocks. <laughs> Almost. Trafalgar Square, tied to a post, dressed as a clown with a Henry Just, Hoover. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> he entertained people by being. How'd you like that, Boris? Fucking reprobate. There you are. I told you, Joe. Not up the. That, you won't. Oh, I see. That's why you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Turn it on. Put it on blow. Suck his inners out. <laughs> So what do you think our episode title was again? Suck his innards out. <laughs> oh, fucking no, I don't think so. No, no. Too much. Mm, yeah. Not enough.